Hello, maniacs. Welcome back to what did they mean by that? Hi, Christine. Hi, Julie. How, How are, are you? you? Good. I'm really good. I'm good. I'm excited about about what song you have. Mm-hmm. I finished my Christmas shopping today. Oh, wait. <gasps> is it going to air? Yeah, this is going to air before Christmas. You know what? Like I said, we're in this time warp. I don't know what day or time it is, but I know. I think some podcasters just don't talk about dates and times. I noticed that. And it actually is smart that <laughs> they don't talk about, oh, how are you today? And what did you do today? They're just like, this is the topic. This is what we're going to talk about. I like that. And here we are, like in a time warp. Sorry, but that's I okay. I, I'm sorry. I told you what I did today. It's okay. Don't ever, ever do it again. <laughs> actually, no, do it always. Uh, so yeah, uh, housekeeping, a little things. Thank you everyone for tuning in to uh, Mad World, the most recent episode. That was a real fun one. Um, we appreciate everyone for going and listening and liking. And yeah, go back and like and follow and rate, if you will. And if you have any suggestions for what you want us to cover, sisters at what did they mean by that.com. You can also follow us on Instagram under the same name and you can get all the happenings. So without further ado, are we ready for the next one? Are we ready for some lyrics? One more thing. This is, we've already interrupted each other a lot, or I have, my bad. This is an interruption game. Yes. I know. Sorry. One more thing. So I just wanted to make sure everyone knows (laughs) we are on all the platforms available, unless there's some, I don't know. We are on (laughs) Instagram. We are on Facebook. We just got on TikTok. And yesterday we got on Twitter. So we're TikToking, Facebooking, Instagramming, and Twittering. <laughs> tweeting. <laughs> right. Tw- right. Tweeting. Tweeting. Tweet, 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 tweet. You we're cannot miss on, us. Uh, you can't miss us. We're not on Snapchat. I think that's for a different type of situation. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just, want, I just want everyone to know that because... Maybe you only use one of those. Right. Or you use all of them or none of them. Whatever you use, you'll find us. I now use all of them. (laughs) You now use all of them. You have a good reason to use all of them. I love it. I I never really got into much of Twitter. So that is so your department. So thank you for giving us a Twitter. Sure. No problem. All right. Let's do it. Without further ado. Okay. Are we ready? Okay. Here goes. I can feel it coming in the air tonight, oh Lord. And I've been waiting for this moment for all my life, oh Lord. Can you feel it coming in the air tonight, oh Lord, oh Lord? Well, if you told me you were drowning, I would not lend a hand. I've seen your face before, my friend, but I don't know if you know who I am. Well, I was there and I saw what you did. I saw it with my own two eyes. So you can wipe off that grin. I know where you've been. It's all been a pack of lies. And I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh, Lord. Well, I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. Oh, Lord. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh, Lord. Well, I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Well, I remember. I remember. Don't worry. How could I ever forget? It's the first time, the last time we ever met. But I know the reason why you keep this silence up. No, you don't fool me. The hurt doesn't show and the pain still grows. It's no stranger to you and me. I can feel it coming in the air tonight, oh Lord. Well, I've been waiting for this moment for all my life, oh Lord. 
I can feel it in the air tonight. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Well, I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. Oh Lord. And then you, then there's a repeat of that for quite a few times. So we can kind of, we can kind of, um, digest now. So many things to say, right? So I have so many things to say. Oh, this is, this is exciting. I'm so excited. Um, this is a song by Phil Collins. Uh-huh. And it was really hard for me while you were reading it to not do the little drum solo on the desk here. Right? Before this podcast is over, I think I'll have to do it. Or we'll both do it. Yes. And before you even get started, there is, I believe, a urban legend about this song and what it's about. Yes. And I can't wait to hear if it's true. Yes. I'm so excited. Yeah. You're absolutely right. There's a massive urban legend, urban legend about what this song means and what it's about. Yeah. Oh, this is such a good choice. Julie. Good well, I thank you. I, thank you. I, I don't really know where it came from. If I was like looking it up already, or if it's really strange because it just like, I had this list going and then, um, I literally don't know where it came out. And I was like, oh, that's it. Done. That's it. It wasn't even on my like possibilities. Like a couple of days ago, we were discussing some of my possibilities and you're like, let's go right. with this theme. Wasn't even one of those. I literally came up with it yesterday, like evening. I was like, this that's is what I'm going to do. So it's, it, oh gosh, Phil Collins. Oh my God. He is a visionary. I went down a huge rabbit hole and I'm like, oh my God, that's right. That is his song. Oh God, that song is so classic. I've literally been listening to like his classics, like everything he's ever done, whether it be in his band, Genesis, he was, he was the drummer for Genesis. And then he became the singer for Genesis. And then he went on a solo thing, went back to Genesis. And then his, he went back to his solo career. So I kind of dove deep into him because he's, wait, hold on. He went back and forth. He was Phil Collins, then Genesis, then no, I, no, I'm not sure if he was really Phil Collins before Genesis, but during Genesis, he, while he was still in the band Genesis, he wrote this song and then released this album. And then I think there was some more Genesis touring. And then he went back to Phil Collins solo, but then he I just think stayed. it's noteworthy for people, especially maybe young people that don't know this band or this artist, mm -hmm. he was the drummer and the lead singer. Yes. Which is I'm sure there's lots of melomaniacs out there who know other bands that might have that type of configuration, mm -hmm. but it's rare. It it's is rare. very rare lead singer to be the drummer. It is incredibly so, anyway. rare. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. It's very rare. Absolutely. And he joined Genesis as the drummer. And then I think he later on became drummer and lead vocalist. I don't, I didn't really dive much into like the history of Genesis or anything about the band. It was mostly just about him, obviously in this song. So um, it was, he, he, I'm just full of interruptions. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Keep going. I'm loving it. Engaging. Tell me. I was going to say, I bet he can walk and chew lots of pieces of gum at the same time. He can definitely pat his head and rub his belly on both like switch arms. Totally. Right. Totally. He can tap his foot and clap. And what's the other one? There's another, he can do, he can, he can do, it all. do all those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's so true. So, so true. What's funny is because this song, the drum part is actually, we'll get to that. People are like, what drum part? What are you talking about? If you've never heard the song, it's actually done when he performs it live. I believe it's, 
on like a drum. I think he recorded it with a drum synthesizer kind of drum machine. I think there was some real drums in it or whatever, but most of it, a lot of his records, he did all of the, the entire thing. Like he, some of them he had people doing stuff with it anyway, but yeah. Okay. So it was released in January of 1991, or excuse me, 1981 on the album Face Value. And it quickly became one of his best known hits and his signature song. So in 1977, Genesis was doing a lot of touring. Actually, okay, wait. Do we want to talk about the urban legend or the real meaning of the song first? What do you prefer? Let's hit that urban legend. Okay. So we'll do the urban urban legend legend. and then we'll debuke it like what it really means. Okay. Yeah. So the urban legend, there's a couple variations of the story, but the main premise is that Phil Collins was witnessing, he witnessed another man watch someone drown and not help. And like, they weren't helping this person that was drowning. And so pretty much this man was watching this other person drown and Phil Collins was watching this incident. So technically, is he still an innocent or bystander watching someone drown? That's never really, that's up for debate. But so he's watching this, this man was watching this man drown. And the part of the urban legend was that Phil Collins tracked this man down and invited him to one of his shows. And during the show, he shined a spotlight down on this man saying, I know what you did. I know, I know who you are during the, during the song. and um yeah and he kind of is it's kind of just been like the rumor it's kind of just been this thing and phil collins has kind of just like shrugged it off and never really like debuted it or never really said much about it there's been a lot of like um eminem uh in 2000 mentioned the the rumored version of the song in his song stan like he like referenced it so it kind of became this like well-known urban legend story and people just kind of went with it i i went with it too i'm like gosh this is a weird song about some guy watching another guy drown the way i always thought it was is that uh-huh. phil collins was on a boat okay with his best friend uh-huh and a third guy yes and okay like when i pictured it over the years it was like a little like rowboat or something <laughs> but i don't know picture it i don't know it's a canoe it's a yacht i don't know what it is but right. it's it's Phil Collins' best friend and the captain of the ship wouldn't stop or throw out the um the lifesaver after his best friend fell in the water and drowned. That's yeah. that's how I heard it. Mm-hmm. Phil Collins himself couldn't do anything because he wasn't manning the ship. So it had right. to be in a canoe. But that actually makes more sense. Yeah. And that, that was one of the versions that I mean, I found an article. Um, I can't remember who wrote it. Um, I'm not, I don't have any quotes from that direct quotes from that article, but, um, yeah, there was like so many different variations to that main story. And I think that was the most popular one. Yeah. That he was, there was a boat situation and this guy was drowning and the person that had the most control of saving the person that drowning person's life didn't do anything. Oh, what? And- I just pulled up the lyrics myself just so it's, you know, it's easier for me to talk about them since you read them. And he says, well, if you told me you were drowning, I would not lend a hand. So that right. really goes against him exactly. watching someone else be a jerk. Right. So okay. he actually says in regards to that drowning quote, he explained that it is symbolic, representing the pain and anger that he was feeling at the time. The line was really connected as a rebuke, similar to like, I wouldn't give you the time of day or not if you were the last person on earth kind of thing. Like, 
it was really extreme and it was full of major anger and hate, but he really didn't mean that to someone like, if you were dying, I wouldn't lend a hand. It was more just like, I don't want to give you the time of the day. Not if you're the last person on earth, I need you to just be. So yes, that line makes perfect sense to back up the urban legend theory. However, he didn't mean it literally. He meant it like figure of speech, like, I don't give a crap. I'm done with you kind of thing. Well, which is really harsh. Yeah. And if you continue with that line of thinking, it sort of just sounds like a breakup song then. And there you have it, which let's, let's bounce in. So, yeah. So you have this like crazy rumor and that's kind of, yeah. So it's actually about, yeah, a divorce. So in 1977, Genesis was doing a a whole bunch of touring and it caught basically caused the demise of his, um, of Phil Collins marriage to, um, Andrea Bertorelli in 1980. So, um, in, in an interview in 2016, he said, I wrote the lyrics spontaneously. I'm not really quite sure what the song is about, but there's a lot of anger, a lot of despair and a lot of frustration. So in 2016, he told Rolling Stone magazine, This song became a stone around my neck, though I do love it. Most people have no idea what the song is about, and that's okay. I kind of like the mystery. NFL players use it to work out. It was in an ad for chocolate milk. Where will it end? But I'm not complaining. It paid for this house we're in now, which is kind of (laughs) funny. He's like, he kind of just like, it is what it is, you know? But he told, so he did an interview with Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy Fallon's like, it's actually really funny, and we'll link it in the show notes. He was saying- yeah, this song in the air tonight, it's, it's got this crazy story about da, 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 da. And so Jimmy Fallon like reenacts like the story, tells the story. And then Phil Collins is like, yeah, but none of it is true. <laughs> oh, wow. And he says, it's actually just about my divorce. You know, I was just going through it. You know, it's literally just about my divorce. There's really nothing more to it. Like, he's like, I've never seen anybody drown. I've never witnessed any a crime. <laughs> um, but what's crazy uh is there's nowhere where they say where it started. Like, I can't find anything about like how this urban legend got started. Like where did, who started it? Who started this crazy, did Phil Collins do it in this random joke or something? But wow, and it, we don't know where it got started. I mean, other than the lyrics itself, it kind of makes sense. And that lyric quote, he's like, I saw what you did. I know who you are, but you don't know who I, you know, kind of thing. But yeah, it's about divorce. So in regards to the divorce, if you listen to those lyrics and now you know what they're like, they're like, dang, he was mad. He was really mad. Um, Yeah. There's some, um, you know, deceit, infidelity. I was there and I saw what you did. Wipe off that grin. I know where you've been. mm -hmm. Um, It's funny how easily though you can listen to this song and with, you know, every bone in your body with full conviction, be like, this is about a man who witnessed his best friend drown off a boat. Yeah, it is. Right. And then you, no pun intended, blow that theory out of the water. <laughs> and I read it right now and I'm like, well, what kind of idiots were we thinking that it's obviously about a breakup? Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's what um, I was really excited about because when I chose the song or however it came about, I, when I was searching, it's the, one of the first things that popped up was Phil Collins comes clean about what in the air tonight is about on Jimmy Fallon. I was like, yes. Oh my God. Because I knew that it was about this drowning thing. And so, but this interview with Jimmy Fallon was, I believe 
in 2016. October of 2016. And it was recorded in 2081. Did we go? I mean, I don't know when the rumor started, but did we go? Yeah. 1981. 1981. What did you say? I said 2081. Oh my gosh. Did I really? Woo. Lordy. Can I tell you what this one makes me think of? Oh my gosh. Yes. I was in my first year of college and my first year of college, um, I lived in a dorm and this was in 1990, the fall of 1990. Okay. So this one would have already been, you know, like nine years old. And I was on the smoking floor. I picked <sighs> the smoking floor of my dorm room. Which I don't know how I existed in the world living yes. in a dorm room where we all smoked the whole floor. I know it makes me sick to think about. Yeah. So we would, we would gather, I lived at the end of the hall. I was like the second to last. And so it was like the last four rooms. I was really good friends with these like eight girls. Mm-hmm. And we would go into one of our dorm rooms and turn all the lights out and we'd sit in a circle and we'd have a great big ashtray in the middle of the circle and we would chain smoke. And I'm sure we did other songs, but we did this song mm. and then we would hit as loudly as we could on the floor that drum solo. Bum, 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 bum. Yep. And we did it all the time. Like we played this. It was like every night, like, let's go do our song and smoke 500 cigarettes. Oh my gosh. And just sat there in the dark and just like, listen to the song. What do you have any memory that you associate with the song? That's amazing. Um, you know, um, I don't, I don't have any, I remember listening to it and thinking it was really compelling. It's an amazing song. I don't have any from back. No, I really don't. And that's, what's really crazy. I was really kind of trying to dig deep to find something and I don't have anything there are some things from like recently in which the song has kind of come back up and that that it kind of like generates how much I love the song and one of those is in um 2020 July of 2020 um some YouTube stars known by twins the new trend do they do reaction videos so they basically sit and they record themselves listening to a song for the first time and they listened to this song for the first time at their headphones and it went completely viral in 2020. It was like the summer of 2020 when everyone was like cooped up in their house and that, that video was shared so many times. I, it has, um, let's see, 9 million views, but these guys, these boys are sitting here watching it and they're, or they're listening to it. And they're like, Oh, he said, Oh Lord. Oh, he said, Oh Lord. And they're what they're like, Oh yeah. Okay. And they're like, something's going to happen. Yeah. So the premise of that is yeah. they, sh- they let like young people listen to songs for the first time that we all know. Isn't that kind of yeah. how that, mm-hmm. I think I've maybe seen that, or I've seen that with some song, maybe not this mm-hmm. one. Their reaction is so good. They're just like, when the drum hits, it's so oh, great. No, it's bro. really good. You have to, it's like, I'll link that too. I have the web, the link to that because it's, and I, so when that was like generating all over Facebook and Instagram, people were posting it. I remember being like, yeah, okay. I can feel, I can, I can imagine what that must feel like for somebody hearing that time for the first time in their twenties, in this day and age, in this time frame where they're used to hearing all these other things. And then, but you've got to listen to the song with your headphones on. That's another thing. I, I always, you know, the song you would hear, but like, there's something about listening to it with pods or beats or whatever you're listening to it. And every single tone there's like, it just is. The song takes on a whole new meaning when you listen to it 
and you pay close, close, close attention to the beats and the sounds. Like, and then when he goes, and then I remember, like his voice kind of echoes in and out. And yeah, I'm just gonna say, I re- it it does it does that. I remember, 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 remember. Mm-hmm. Um, which just like that sort of adds this haunting element to it that made me totally believe that he just watched his best friend get pushed off a boat and drown. Yeah. It was, nobody ever said. Well, was there like some sort of criminal trial? Like, is there like a right the name of the friend? Is there a news story about it? No, we just believed it. We just were like, okay, that's horrible. That's a horrible, sad thing. Okay, that's what it's about. Okay, yeah, we didn't. I mean, yeah, isn't that wild that it was just kind of like that's what it is, and everyone just went about it, and it. I mean, he might have. Deb- isn't it? Isn't it also fascinating to think about how stuff like that happened with no internet like oh right it's fascinating like they really are fables because Mm -hmm. we didn't have a mechanism right you know i've had this conversation with my children especially nolan my son's 23 he i mean he he acts he acts like he's just gonna keel over and die in shock (laughs) when i explained to him what the world was like before xyz (laughs) Right. Now he's like, oh my God, how did you ever know anything? How did you get anywhere? How, you know, whatever. We don't need to go. To- we ask we- dad. <laughs> right. Right. You ask your dad. But yeah. You, you'd have to go check the encyclopedia, which dad was a walking encyclopedia, but you couldn't, yeah, you couldn't just type it in. You'd have, to, I mean, I can remember going into our living, our library and our, you know, off to our living room, remember the little room and it, there was like the encyclopedia. You'd have to look it up. And but, but so but how did this legend. rumor start? Yeah. Yes. I mean, was it a DJ on a radio show? It had to right. be something like that. Because That's you know, there was also at that, you know, there was a time when when DJs on the radio did more than they do now. I mean, they mm-hmm. were like really influential in discovering new music and mm-hmm. you know, interviewing artists. I mean, did it come up that way? Was it in a Rolling Stone magazine? I couldn't find it. This I is. could not find it. I could not find. I mean, it's very possible that I just didn't want to give my blood, sweat, and tears, and all of my spare time, which is very limited, to digging it up. But I like tried to find where did it come sure. from, and I it was just like it just was like this is the rumor, and I mean, it's I'm sure there's some sort of yeah, I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it, and apparently a lot of people I mean, knew. Well, his wife definitely knew that what it was really about. Um, she even said that she was like kind of. And um, she had said, like, she was kind of mad about that album. She thought he was kind of capitalizing on their divorce, um, which in another note, I know, in another Wait, didn't note, anybody, didn't anybody say to her, his wife, girl, don't worry about it. Everybody thinks it's about his dead best friend. <laughs> I know, right? Like, you have no reason to be upset. Exactly. Well, yeah. Nobody's even thought about you. <laughs> he didn't, nobody's even, nobody even knows who you are. I mean, maybe right. people do, but yeah, like. He, so he capitalized on the on the divorce. Maybe you, I mean, you got a settlement from it. Yeah. So I know yourself. I did learn a lot about his divorces, his relationships in my research. He's had three divorces and he just, he published a, an autobiography actually in 2016 called Not Dead Yet. And um, a lot of it is about his, his um, failed marriages and his relationships. Most of the autobiography is about that. Um, but in on January 15th in 1981, he performed the song in the air tonight on something called Top of the Pops, which is kind of like a like a live performance kind of um, show. 
And um, his stage setup, this is the strangest thing. This was like a really popular thing that popped up in my research too. His stage setup had him performing on a keyboard sequencer kind of thing. And next to him was a paint can with, I think, a paintbrush hanging out of it or something. So apparently his wife was rumored to have left him for an interior decorator. So she felt as if that was an attack on her. But he vows that he it was literally just like there was a paint can behind the, 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 the stage. And he's just like, well, that's cool. This will give a let's just ambiance for the stage. But she was like quite she was okay. like, hey, really. Okay. About OK, Phil Collins, his ex-wife, if he was going <laughs> to do some sort of F you about an interior designer, he would have had like a palette of paint. He would have had swatches of fabric. <laughs> Okay, he's not gonna have a can of paint if you left him for a painter. Yeah, but which that's what. Yeah, that's what I thought. Was a nar- she was a narcissist. It sounds like it was probably a good thing that he left her. That's about me. That's about me. <laughs> and everyone's like, no, it's about a dead guy. Right. And it's not about like, you cool. and the painter. It's yeah. about a dead guy that drowned. Don't you care yeah. about drowning victims? Like this, it's yeah. not about you. <laughs> Hopefully, she got some therapy over the years. I mean, you know, Mrs. Collins. I'm sure that it's been rough for you, but. You know, this is 40 years ago. So hopefully now you're finally over the fact that this was never about you. It was never you're about so, you. Which reminds me, that makes me just think of another song. Like, you're so vain. You probably think this song is about you. Right. It's Ooh, not always about no, you. We'll have to do that song later. Yeah, that that's, yes. <clears throat> For sure. Yeah, it's wait not. Wait a second. I'm, I'm curious. Can you tell me again? Because I'm going to do the show notes here. So um, mm-hmm. the show that he has... The paint can is called what? It's called Top of the Pops. I have the link. It's actually a really, really, it's a cool performance because he does it all on this like synthesizer kind of thing. Um, So it's just him, no band. Correct. Yes. I'm about to look that up. Um, He kind of did, he went like all cuckoo crazy with so many singles. There's actually an interview um, with Ozzy Osbourne that he did for um, this little documentary um, that I couldn't find who did this documentary. It's like this small little, you know, recap of Phil Collins' success. And he said, Phil Collins just kept busting out these singles. And we were all like, whoa, man, hold on, stop it. Leave some for us. Like he was just, wow. He was just on a roll. And it's true. When you look him up, there really is like, he's just, he's just a BA. He just did so many amazing well, songs I, I just i just googled them can i just can i just throw out what just came up a few of them oh yeah um another day in paradise mm-hmm. against all odds oh against all odds right oh that does something to my heart doesn't it um, easy lover is it e- i know i just want to sing them i literally just want to sing them oh here's one that who the heck knows what it means sue studio oh sue- so, so, yeah, which I think that? was, he recorded it. I think that was a Genesis song, but yeah, that's a great one to, I don't know. And I, like I said, I was like, I could go down the biggest rabbit hole, but I'm staying true to just Phil Collins and him and this song. But yeah, there was so much rabbit hole. I was, I was deep. A groovy and, kind of love. Remember that? Oh one? my gosh. Okay. I'm going to write down Sue studio because I think that that needs to happen in our, okay. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And in my wow. research too, he wrote these really beautiful love songs and he kind of became this, like, there was like all these like headlines about him being like, 
you know, most sought after everyone just, you know, he's, he's a ladies man and da, 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 da. And he's like, I'm just a short stubby baldy guy. Like I'm, what am I, I'm not a big deal, but he was so humble that there's this photo that kind of started circulating of him from back. I guess it was in the eighties. I don't know what year it was where he's like out of his hair is kind of like ruffled, kind of mullety full beard. He's wearing like a gray hoodie. And it is like the quintessential vibe. It is like, everyone is like, why, where was Phil Collins? Why isn't he now? If you see the photo, you'll be like, oh, okay. That photo started circulating around the same time that that YouTube video was circulating. And everyone was like, whoa, Phil Collins was a vibe. Look at him. He's like, oh, I see it in the baseball cap and mm-hmm. the gray hoodie. And the gray hoodie. Like that just is to me, I just see like your he Brooklyn. Fine. Right. Right. But he kind of, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no, no. Go ahead. Give it to me. He reminds me a little bit about a, a little bit of the lead singer, Sam from Rainbow Kitten Surprise, which put a pin in Rainbow Kitten Surprise. We're going to play with that later. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of looks like that, but even I just, I'm going through Google images of him. He is a handsome, handsome man. He is very handsome. Totally, totally handsome. This and picture is gorgeous. Right, isn't it so good? And one of the, gorgeous. it's funny because I've always, I know Phil Collins, but when that video was coming around, I was like, who is that guy? Like, who is this picture? You know, like I didn't know who it was. My dog's barking. Oh my God. Sorry. Um. I just think it's, he's just like so cute and so handsome. And everyone was like, okay, Phil Collins. And he had this horrible mullet. He was, I do see that. Do you need to, do we need to pause for you to check on the dog? We don't need to check on him, but if it's annoying, we can pause it. I just don't feel like doing any editing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're leaving it. Um, Okay. If you do an image search of Phil Collins, people, he is a gorgeous man. There's a, there's one of him without a shirt on Mm -hmm. and he has a tangerine, a tangerine. Good God. A tambourine. (laughs) Stuffed in the front of his pants, which is why saying tangerine was even weirder. He has a tambourine. Stuffed down the front of his pants and he's, he has a sweatband around his wrist oh and he's gosh. given someone the finger. He was just, he was like the and he's gorgeous and he's gorgeous in that too. He's so cute. He was a cute, he's cute. And he's even cute now. Like he's got these like little glasses and he's like bald, like he's got his head sh- like really, I guess it's like shaved or balding or something, but he's just, he's a handsome, cute guy. And he was writing these like like gut-wrenching love songs and you just and and it's I think he had this bad rep for a little while because there was a there was a lot of rumors circulating and one of the rumors was that he broke up with his one of his wives via fax and so people like oh he's such a jerk and he's like I didn't do that like and he was kind of just like whatever you guys can think whatever you want but I'm just a easy lover you know like this is who I am Like, leave it alone, I guys. Found, I just found an article that said Phil Collins reportedly broke up with his ex-wife for the second time after she secretly married another man. Okay. I dove down that and it was way too complicated. I had to back out. I was like, wait a minute. Is this the same wife they're talking about? Like, there was like cheated. The, the, there was, it was way too complicated. And then it ended up being like $39 million settlement. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, that's what I was falling into. So he's had bad luck in the way of love. 
Yeah. Poor guy. So he's got a famous daughter, though. His Thank daughter, Lily Collins, was in, um, she's Emily in Emily in Paris, which is a huge Netflix Netflix show. I think it's Netflix. Oh, I don't know what it is, but she's oh, actually a famous actress. And she was also in, I believe she was in that Netflix movie about um, Jeffrey Dahmer with um, James Franco. No, who was it? I can't oh. remember. But she, when you see her, you'll be like, oh yeah, I know who she is. I'm looking her up now. And her mom is his first, her mom was um, Phil Collins's first wife, Andrea Burton Bertorelli or something. But um, his, um, he did for her. Yeah. But he's got, uh, I think he's got three sons and that he's got a couple different children from different marriages. Okay. Another note. This is yes. funny. Okay. So another, we, when you asked earlier about like, what, what do you think of, or what does it bring you back to? But, and recently, so there was that YouTube video and then also in the, okay. In the movie, the hangover, which was released in 2009, there's a scene. I don't know if anybody's seen it. So I'm just going to like lay it out where the three main characters they walk into the hotel, this hotel room and the song is playing and they see Mike Tyson sitting at a piano. Okay. And he stands up just before the breakdown and he silences everyone. He's like, shh, this is my favorite part. And he mimics the drum. And then he's like encouraging everyone like to sing along, like sing along with them. And they're all singing along to him. And then he out of nowhere, just smacks Zach Galifianakis, like dead to the floor just smacks him so hard and you know if mike tyson hits you you're pretty much like down for the yeah, count yeah that's a KO. And he hits him and he falls to the floor and then the, the song is over it's actually a really funny scene because mike tyson he also i think he has the tattoo on his face like a tribal that's the guy with the face tattoo was that the boxer with the face tattoo i think but it's just a funny scene. He's like, wait, guys, this is my favorite part. Do -do 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 -do. And then he's like, come on, sing with me. And then he just smacks this guy on the floor. The Hangover is actually a really funny movie in addition. But it's also you're like, oh, this is a really great song. Do -do 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 -do. Hey, and did you look in? Did you and it's did you look into the video? Yeah, it's just him. A close up of him. It's a very. Okay. It, so the, the video, whole, does I have a link to that as well. It doesn't give us any plot. No, it's okay. just him close up. And in that YouTube reaction video of the boys, they're watching the video and they're like, whoa, his face is just haunting me, man. Look at it. Oh man, this video, whoo, this song is intense, you know? But yeah, the video doesn't give any other context either. Phil Collins also said that the drum, that, that like sequence of the drum, he knew he wanted to do a really good intense drum sec, like breakdown. It was, um, that was spontaneous. He's like, you know, if I, 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 I could have done it a different way, I might've done it. Do, 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 do. Like he, he's like, that's just how it turned out in that moment. I'm like, good moment. And oh, it was, dude. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I, again, like music theorists, like professional music analyzers, which I am, I am not one. <laughs> like, how many songs have super famous, you know, I wouldn't call, I don't know. I, do you call it a drum solo if it's so short like this? I guess you do. I mean, it's just a few beats. I think a solo or break. Yeah, I would probably say a solo. I don't know. We'd have to ask, you know, the Sam Kiefer and the Dylan Kiefers. But I, um, I wonder, <laughs> I feel like there's not a lot of super famous drum riffs. Can you say riff? Oh, drum yeah. Riff? That's a good one. Drum riffs. Yeah. 
That's the, like, um, in the top. Right. But then again, do the young people know it? Right. That's do true. What, yeah. Isn't it sad to think that there's like a whole generation of people that might not know it? Oh, yeah. There's a whole generation of people that might not know a whole lot of things. Like a lot. Yeah. Like a lot of things. And that's where we're just have to just, we're just going to have to educate them. This is what happens when you get old. You say stuff like this. Every generation has said this about the next one, you know? Like our parents were like, oh my God. Oh my God. They don't know anything. I can't believe they thought that was actually a good song. Yeah. It's happening. I I don't want it to. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask some young people about this next time I'm around a young human. Yeah, that's a good, I'm going to do the same. I, I, I think it would be good to kind of see, have you guys heard this song? Or um, even just the little drum riff. I keep calling it a riff. Um, <laughs> even that, I feel like, again, like somebody maybe age 30 is going to definitely still know. Mm-hmm. 25 probably i don't know i know i don't know i don't know like does lita did lita nolan know it i don't know oh i'm in a mad I'm world was right re- zaylin knows mad world and she's 10 um, mad world, huh? she did yeah i think because kelly plays it a lot but she knew the gary jules version the more mellow version um i don't okay, think she knows Zaylin. i know look out for her i mean I, yeah. So I, I'm curious to know, yeah, who knows this song? Let's, let's, let's hear from our people. Like who is, that's another thing that's really fun is like when we choose songs, like, is this going to be a recognized song? Are people going to know it? Are people not going to know it? Um, and there yeah, are some on my list that I know are not going to be, there are some on my list and I'm like, I'm going to be the only one that knows this, but it's one of my favorite all-time lyrics. You know, it's. Oh, you can do that. Yeah. Do all that. I think all this was it. a really great choice though. Cause I think it's a, um, it's very widely known. Um, mm-hmm. It's by an incredibly talented person and it has a little urban legend behind it. Yep. Huge urban legend behind it. This might be the most urban legendy song. Right. I know. It's just so crazy that it took him that, you know, when you look it up, like the most common interview where he like sets the, the tone, like this is what it's actually about. It was in 2016. I mean, maybe he it's possible that he was telling other people, but they're like, no, it's not. It's about this drowning. People were still just dead set on it being about a drowning, but it is, you're right. It's like one of those songs. It's just like, and not many people have covered it from what I found. There is one actually side note cover of it. And it's absolutely beautiful. It's by a singer called Holly McNarland. And she's incredible. I her one of her albums is like one of my favorite albums. I have a link to it and she does it live. It's a live version. But her, she does it incredibly. But yeah, do you have you heard anybody cover it? Do you have you heard any covers of this particular song? I don't believe so. Yeah. Does um, does Holly McNarland try to do the the drum? Um, I don't. I I God, it's been so long Not since I've heard it. I think she her band because she's just a singer and a guitar not just but she does mostly vocals and guitar. I think her drummer did it. Yeah, I think in the performance her drummer was able to voice was able to do it yeah which i mean it's like it's like a a moment it's like a song moment like it's like and in that little reaction video the the boys are like oh man i've never seen a song where they they wait to the very end to do a breakdown they he he straight up waited to the end i just watch that 
I'm going to watch it. Then after the breakdown, he just repeats that, you know, the chorus. And then it's like a couple times in the chorus and then it's it. It's over. But yeah. Love it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, I love the song. I think it's awesome. Um, Great choice. Such a good choice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't think I have any other notes or any other like little tidbits other than, yeah. Yeah. I think we covered it all. Um, But I highly recommend people, if you haven't already listened to it, like not really loud, but mostly pretty loud if you can on your headphones. And I think that's Give also that. why it's so compelling for these, these twin boys. I guess they're twins because their YouTube name is twi- got twins in the title, but they have their headphones in and they're just like grooving because you can hear. And then the echo of his voice is just, it's amazing. It's amazing. We love it. So we'll link that YouTube video so you can go check out um, yes. the reaction video of it, which is really great. So yeah. Wow. That was a Fantastic. fun one. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm... It's so nice to just like, you know, chat and realize that there's somebody out there that I hadn't thought of in a long time that's so talented, like Phil Collins. And I'm just like all in my fields, like. Totally. All day yesterday, I was listening to the artist that we, I'm not going to say, because I don't want to spoil for anything, but an episode that we recorded, that's going to, that it's going to come out in a couple of days. I listened to that artist all day. And then all day today, I've been listening to Phil Collins. Cause it's just, you know, it kind of gets you, I don't know. Well, it gets you in the feels, you know? What? Yeah. What'd you say? I just said, do you know what? Like three what? times. Yeah. This song is <laughs> a big lead in. This is a big lead in this okay. song with that drum riff. I'm going to keep calling it a riff. Uh-huh. Is going to give me lots of material for my tick videos. Oh my God. Yes. I was thinking about that today. I was like, Okay, clearly she's the star of these videos that she's that she's got, you know, piled up ready for some content. I'm like, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I could do. I can't think of anything because I'm just not I that. don't have it in my brain. But yes, I cannot wait to see what you um what you do. Various places. Yeah. I hope that we might have to edit that out and we just hit on the desk. I don't know how that's gonna work. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Oh, I think it's okay. We're still figuring it out. And you know what? You're going to hear the church bells. You're going to hear the dog barking. We're figuring it out, guys. Just bear with us. We, we are not get pretty pros. fancy microphones, though. We have fancy microphones. We did like they. They adjust and they got this little. They have the little thing, thing. over it. So you can't hear your. Puh. Yeah, we did. We went there. So we're fancy. Okay, I, I think that. I think, yeah, I think that does it. We unpacked it all. We unpacked it all. If we missed anything, y'all, if you, if you're like, oh, wait, you forgot this detail, or if you know any about anything about the song that we didn't mention, email us sisters at what did they mean by that.com. We would love to hear from you. And we'd love to hear some suggestions. Like, is there songs that you want us to chat about? Or if there's something that you think that would, we would be good to cover. We do have a lot um, of things ready and excited we're excited for eventually we're going to have some guests on and if you know of any famous people that want to come on and talk to <laughs> oh, us yes. about their song we would right, love course. to have that yeah, of course that's a yes maybe we should make sure everybody know that invitation is open famous yeah people, of course you're invited. if you know if, yeah if yeah. you're a famous person yourself and you want us to talk about your song holla holla at your girls we're here not for it know. and you can reach us in every single platform out there Mm -hmm. we're everywhere folks 
everywhere now. All right. Well, good choice. Thank you. Good choice. Yay. I think that's about it. Thank you. Thank you, maniacs. We will hear from you, hopefully, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Farewell. Farewell. Mm-hmm.